Thank you. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, Week 13, Spread Picks, Game Previews, Free Money Teasers. Hope you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving. If you want to see how poorly we did on the Thanksgiving slate, you can go watch the Thanksgiving show. Always can use double views when it comes to anything like that. And if you want to get into a draw for 60 DK dollars, you audio listeners out there, you can benefit. Even if you're a video watcher, maybe you should subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast, download the episodes, leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, something you like about the show, and you will be in a draw for 60 DK dollars. For the video viewers, smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Tell me your favorite spread or total on the Sunday slate for week 13. If you want to play in the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Open, just hit the description of this video or podcast. The link is in there. That easy. $15 to play, three max entry, no rake, which means $45,000 of guaranteed money. Jeff Feinberg is in studio. We do a like 12 man, like private contest with the people that we watch football with every week and like our friends. And one guy is like new to DraftKings, doing quite well, by the way. Uh, he won our contest this week with a score of 201 in something. I didn't have the heart to tell him that if he had played that lineup in like the Pat Mayo Experience Open, he would have won 3,000 bucks. Instead, he just beat like us jabronis for a buck 60 or something. I shouldn't tell him, right? You sometimes hope that when you are going to bust your big one, that it's put in the right spot. Yeah, but I, that's like the pain of, of DraftKings sometimes. I'm sure you have your, your 220-point lineup is in a head-to-head. Sure, but like he like he's not playing these other contests. He only has DraftKings, so he can play in this one specific okay, contest. Okay, so then I, I think that's less of a kick in the nuts. It's not like he regularly does those and scaled back. Sure, but I, feel like, he's never but, into. I, but I feel like if I tell him, then he's going to be all like pissed off about it. Like not pissed off, but like mad at himself for not playing it. Now he's going to try to do it, and he'll never never do it again. again. He, he had quite the lineup. It was incredible. Um, Tim, how did you do in that last week? I haven't been introduced yet. I know. I'm just asking you. I did. I think I finished sixth or seventh. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's true. Like you, you waste your big bullet. Like the year I had a perfect suicide season. I wasn't in <laughs> uh, in a money pool. Like this stuff happened. Well, you were in a money league. That just wasn't weren't the picks that you made in the league that had money on the line. So, who was that who won? Viet. Oh, okay. Viet Pham from Vietnam. Killing the game on DraftKings football. He couldn't, he couldn't have any Packers because they played on Sunday night. Exactly. Whenever the Packers are on the slate, he does very poorly because he only just takes Packers because he loves the Packers. Anyway. Sounds like something I would do. That does. That's why you don't play in these contests. <laughs> so uh, if you want a recap of last week's picks, you can check out the Thanksgiving show. Basically, just I'm winning by a game over Jeff. Cus was 3-11. and 11. He's basically out of it. He's now close to the coin when it comes down to it. We'll have our super locks at the end. We'll see if Tim's free money teaser hits on Thanksgiving to see if he can get two in a row. But, you know, it's doubtful that he wins any sort of teasers unless both sides hit. That's generally what happens. I think that's everything as a preamble here. I guess as an official introduction, I should say that the coin is here. Coin, back to back, like hot fire weeks has won two weeks in a row. Paul is behind the camera, which means that leaves one person left, and it is Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. That is not my name. Do you refuse to talk like you did earlier in this show if like your theme music doesn't play? No, but just 
it felt strange to talk. We've been doing this show for a long time and I've never been asked to say something before I've been introduced. So I was sort of caught off guard. Now, I know you don't believe in evolution, but <laughs> sometimes shows, you know, you, you throw a you throw a little bit of sand into the, the microchip and all of a sudden, you know, wacky things happen. That's what we got. We I actually to... have my, my, put my camera, uh, sorry, my microphone on mute until I'm introduced. But we know from previous experience, you don't know how to do that. I know how to do it now. Also, for those that watch the Thanksgiving show, Tim practiced, uh, got his tryout as a host. Yeah, that went well. <laughs> uh, uh, AT&T Stadium. You're basically the boom goes the dynamite guy. I always thought I would have been a good play-by-play uh, -play announcer. Oh, my God. I think I've actually been pretty good at it. Imagine how mad you would get if the team that you were rooting for like had like let's say you were rooting for I don't know, mm. Dallas and you got a tripping penalty like you'd freak out. <laughs> I don't think I would. I think I would I would keep a very even keel. Nothing would suggest that in your history. Sure. I mean when I, I just wouldn't allow myself to get attached to the game that I was calling. I think I'd have been pretty good at it. I wish I'd had had that opportunity in life. Well, if there's one thing that we know about you, it is that you possess a lot of self-control, as evidenced by everything that you say and do. Ag agreed. I do have a lot of self-control. Okay. Uh, you want to jump into the Sunday slate, Jeff? Let's go. All right. Can I go first? If you would like to. Okay. You could have just said that after I said the spreads and what the game was. Okay. All right. Now you can't go first. Jeff's going to go first. Cleveland to Pittsburgh. Oh. Pittsburgh is a two and a half point dog at home. Over under in this game is 40. Delvin Hodges is starting at quarterback for the Steelers. Doesn't look like they're going to have Juju or James Conner again this week. Cleveland coming in hot. They beat Pittsburgh. They got into a fight. Then they wax Miami. This is going to be a bit of a tougher task in Pittsburgh, though. I I'm kind of torn on this. Uh, this is a huge game in the AFC playoff standings. Because I told Tim last week that every Jets win just helps, especially against AFC opponents, only helps the Cleveland Browns secure a playoff spot. I'm kind of rooting for Cleveland to get in the playoffs, only so we can probably bet against them in the first round. That would be kind of nice, and it'd be just funny to see Baker stick it to Tim after Tim left him dead and buried. But I kind of want to take Cleveland, and I don't know why. I don't think Pittsburgh's very good. I feel like I the complete opposite of what a sharp would be by wanting to take Cleveland, because based on what the line was when they played a couple weeks ago, we're being told you do have some pretty significant line value with Pittsburgh. That being said, Pat, I'm believing in this little run by the Browns. No you're, you're taking than, Cleveland, minus yeah, two and a half. I, I will take it. I don't love it. I don't think I'll have a cent on it. But uh, give me Cleveland to find a way to win this game and cover that mini number. Like, so, Tim, I assume you're taking Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, but not with a great deal of confidence. It, again, matches the theme I've got for this week, which is that when you get, you, there are divisional opponents that are home dogs, I'm going to take the points. I think particularly the second time around when you've seen each other once this year, there is incredible value on taking that underdog to keep a, a game close. I mean, I don't know at the first thing about Devlin Hodges. I don't know how well he's going to play. The Browns have been playing good football, but in the end, you're going to give me the Steelers who just have a, a lengthy track record historically of defeating the Browns. You're telling me the Browns are going to beat them twice this season. I'm sorry. I, I just don't believe it. So I'm going to take, uh, take Pittsburgh. There are seven home dogs on the slate that we're about to talk 
talk to. So I think that I'm going to end up taking a few of them, but I, I'm going to take Cleveland in this game. Normally I would kind of side with Tim that you know, playing a team so close together, like three weeks apart, a divisional game would lean towards probably the home team or the team that lost the first time around, but it's a completely different quarterback. Like that's got to mean something. Maybe Hodges is better than Mason Rudolph, but yeah, I'm not what, sure what, it's bad, but this though. is but this is the same Pittsburgh team that like probably should have lost to Cincinnati last week with Fit Finley at quarterback. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Uh, there's a yes, they played two weeks ago, but there's a lot of factors that are completely different from the whole Garrett situation and how that might play in or or rile up locker rooms. Well, especially if, if Mason Rudolph's on the sidelines with a megaphone shouting racial slurs at people. Yeah, sure. I mean, if if a lot of the other half, the good half of Garrett is true and he is as beloved in that locker room as guys think and they do sort of believe him that, I mean, he obviously really screwed up, but but they have his back. You know, maybe they, they go all out. Uh, again, the injuries on Pittsburgh, too, that weren't really there to this extreme when they played a couple weeks ago. So for just two weeks, it does feel like a completely different situation where a lot of the things that you would normally be afraid of, I don't think are in play here and why I'm willing to um, go to the well with, with the Brownies. I just think the Browns can win by three. I do think that the Steelers defense is still incredibly good and should give Mayfield a ton of problems. Like if you sell out to stop Nick Chubb and make Baker beat you in one-on-one coverage, I'm dubious that he can do it against this defense. Yeah. Maybe between Landry and Beckham, they can come up big. Because Landry's been really good this year, which blows my mind. He's finally scoring touchdowns. But again, like he spent the first eight weeks of the season getting targeted like eight, 12 times a week. And not scoring. And not scoring. But I mean, it's almost like the Mike Williams situation with the Chargers. Like he should have more touchdowns. He just doesn't. Well, I'll get into that. I think you're almost at the time where you got to just start blindly playing like any time. Anytime, Mike Williams? Yeah, at least like for three weeks straight. Yeah, but I... Until he scores, assuming he would. But I really think that the return of Kareem Hunt and the way that they utilize him basically as a receiving option, whether it's in the slot, whether it's out of the backfield as a pass catcher, has really added an extra dimension to this offense and alleviated a lot of the pressure off Baker Mayfield. I don't mean like the social pressure from Baker Mayfield, but the actual like defensive line pressure from Baker Mayfield, which was their Achilles heel through the first five weeks of the year. And this might be a real sad thing to say, but maybe playing the Dolphins... Get just giving them confidence that I mean, they just so desperately. I would need think that it. having beat the Steelers the week before is probably a bigger confidence. But they they move the ball very well, like as they should have, I guess. In um, and then they let Miami sneak back into that game for a bit in the third I quarter. Mean, sure, under the line not of fact, wrong. The Browns, Browns do stupid things, and they're very poorly coached. Agreed. So Agreed. Back them on the road as a favorite at your peril. Agreed. Right. So, so Cleveland for the two of us, Pittsburgh for Tim and the coin. He's just trying to keep pace with the coin right now. He probably sides with the coin in all of these games, so he doesn't lose to the coin. That's my that's my hot take here. Green Bay at the Giants. Giants, six and a half point dogs at home. 45 and a half is the over-under in this matchup. Hard one. It's tough. I can't imagine anyone this early in the week, going to the window and betting the Giants plus six and a half. And I think that's good enough for me. After watching the way that Rodgers was harassed by the San Francisco defensive line on Sunday night, and just that offense hasn't looked very good in general, Giants pretty, eh, it's stopping the run, which maybe that's what Green Bay turns to in this game. Just turn around and hand it off to Aaron Jones. Let him be your MVP. Let him be the better Aaron. But if not... 
The Giants are still a top 10 team in generating pressure on the quarterback. They can make things difficult for Aaron Rodgers and, here. And that and, offensive line is more dinged yeah. up than maybe we had given it credit for. That defense is not as good. So when they played the Chargers, when they seem to play guys with elite skill on the front end, that they are getting gotten badly. Um, I would wait on putting real life money on the Giants. It's where I'll lean for the purposes of a pool show. Or I, do, I do because think I that do this think line, line goes up. Yeah, it goes up. Because there's just going to be blind Rodgers rebound after embarrassment uh, money on on this game. Hopefully the Giants skill position players can can have a good game. Hopefully there's a good game in Saquon. Yeah, um, he'd be he'd be the first in a while, but like probably no Evan Ingram, Golden Tate's in concussion protocol. Like those things my aren't early helping. reading on this game, Pat, is that it's being incredibly heavily bet in favor of the Packers, but people who the books fear came in and took the plus sevens on the Giants. You think so? That's what I read. Okay. It's not what I think, it's what what I read. I don't know anybody to to make those <laughs> conclusions on my own. There is the thing that Daniel Jones might just be terrible. And Saquon yeah, is just looks like um he's just beaten down. For yeah, the listen, year. the Giants have the second best quarterback and second best running back in New York City. I gotta give them that. I thought you said Le'Veon Bell sucks. That was your previous stance on this. Yeah, well, Barkley's been terrible this year. So what do you want me to say? I look at this game, I think, yeah, I think all of what you're saying is very reasonable. I'm gonna take the Packers, but not with much confidence, but I will tease them uh down <clears throat> to a pick of a six and a half point tease, because they're not gonna lose the football game. Didn't you just previously say you're betting all the home dogs? In division, which I have so far. I've yet to take an out of division one. This is the first out of division one opportunity we've had. Uh, I don't I don't particularly care for the way the Giants are playing football. I don't love Green Bay in terms of the covering six and a half, but they're not going to lose the ball game. So that's why we're going to tease them down. This, this is going to be a, a very popular teaser game. And if anyone's left, in, do you think people in Survivor would take Green Bay? If they were left, if I was, I mean, I don't know. Wouldn't people have Carolina if you're in Survivor? I would think so. I, I mean, don't ask me mm-hmm. if you're still in Survivor because I've been out since week four. This is again, and, and if you want to tease this game, you almost don't have to worry because it could get to seven and seven and a half. It's not going to stop you from making a six, six or seven right. point yeah. teaser. No, I agree. But so Giants for you and I, Packers for yeah. Coin and Tim. I hate to sound like a fence sitter. I don't love either of the games we've talked about yet. Well, how about this one? We have the Jets at the Cincinnati oh Bengals. Plus three and a half is the spread. 41 is the over-under. Jeff, can you uh, detail what Tim was telling you before we started recording about this game? He told me he's been losing sleep. <laughs> he's panicked and he's nervous. And separately, he's trying to lump me. He literally said to me before we went on air today that me and him need to keep our composure because we don't want the audience to think you're just sitting here with a bunch of, like, insane homers. I put back at him, now I might have a strong take on how this week's game might go for my favorite team. I certainly don't believe or even want to talk about them in the playoffs because I'm not... Like I don't even go there. I don't simulate. I don't. I don't click buttons to give results that I want. I will not go there. I would rather bottom out and take my draft pick with reality. Um, but he. So I don't appreciate being lumped in with him. But he is losing sleep over playing a winless team. He said literally forty eight hours ago, Pat, that we might never lose again. 
Now, I understand there's the word might in there, so that leaves him an out. But when you tweet that or say that, doesn't that imply like the next game or two are literally like in the bag? Especially and when, it's when you're playing an 0-11 yeah. team? It's something down the road. So we've gone from we might not lose again to yesterday he was panicked and nervous and now he's losing sleep. Well, this is why your Chiron, Jeff, does not say insane person. That's why that goes to Tim, not you. When he, I, I I wish there was a live feed on him when he found out both Andy Dalton and AJ Green are playing because oh, it has. Oh, bo- we, don't, we don't know if AJ Green is playing. Andy Dalton's playing now. He seems to think there's some Lee conspiracy. If AJ Green plays, he seems to think it's some Lee conspiracy to like keep the Jets out of the playoffs. Tim, what percent chance do the odds give the Jets of making the playoffs? Please tell me. Between one and two percent. But here's the thing, right? <laughs> we could be a game out of the playoffs after this week. It's very possible. It's very possible that the the, the six seed in the AFC is six and six after this week, and we would be five and seven and just a game out. And if we hadn't lost that game against Buffalo by appointment sandwich sick, and if we hadn't thrown away that Dolphins and those Jaguars games, we were so much more the better team. We would be in the playoffs by a game or so right now. This team was good enough to go to the playoffs. This team was good enough to vie for a championship, and they got derailed with the mono stuff, and then it took them a while to get their sea legs, and then they got blown up by the Patriots, and that threw them off their game for two weeks, and it's just so annoying. This team had such potential, and it's not going to get realized. It's going to be one of the best teams to not make the playoffs in a long, long time in this league's history. That's what I So... They got beat by the Patriots, then lost to the Dolphins and Jags. And you're saying that this team is not only should be in the playoffs, but a contender, and you're sweating 0-11 yeah. Cincinnati. No, no, not should. They lost those games. They, like, they, they weren't stolen from them. But they you are good. you are saying things like this team, as it's playing right now, with another win, would be, would be on its way to what they need to accomplish, but you are nervous, panicked, and losing sleep about playing a winless team. Now, well, I don't know if that is... Now I want to say everything he just said. I think he doesn't want me to like say the exact same things. That's what he was about my favorite team. That's what he was implying by he doesn't want the show to go that way, where we both sit here clamoring for our four and seven teams and our one to two percent live math. Don't worry, I won't be. Um, is his concern that he's actually concerned they'll lose? or the embarrassment that he has to stand atop the hill and take the heat if they do lose to Miami and Cincy in the same season with Sam Darnold when he didn't have mono. It's all those things. When he might have mono again now. (laughs) I I think mono is the sort of thing you can only get once, if I'm not mistaken. Well, let's just hope it's not worse. Let's hope he doesn't have syphilis now. But here's the, like, look, I am very concerned that the Bengals are bringing back Dalton because they are dead set now. and get, They don't have to worry about playing for the first pick. They'd have won two straight games with Dalton. Yeah. They, they would have beaten the Raiders. They would have won last week with Dalton. They would have. So now that that first round pick is safely in, the first overall pick is sort of safely in the barn, they can go ahead and play Dalton to try to win football games. I mean, the league should be, it's clear to the, it should be clearly what's going on here. The Bengals are not trying to win until they clearly got the first pick. And then they choose us of all the games for it to happen against. And A.J. Green hasn't played in three months. 
And all of a sudden, it really looks like he's going to come back too. And then he probably won't play again after this because he'll feel sick or something. And he'll only have played this game and this because they've gotten the win. And then everyone will be so excited about this Bengals team that they finally got their first win. And it will happen to us twice this year, twice, that a winless team with over eight losses would beat us. And this team is so, so good and could have been so special. And it's just so frustrating for me to watch and think about what could have been. Sam was the best player on Sunday playing because Lamar because uh, Lamar played on uh, on Monday. You he was the best player on Sunday. He was phenomenal against a good Raiders team. He picked them apart like it was nothing. He was so good. This team could be so great, but it won't be because of mistakes they made and because of other things that were out of their control. It's just so agonizing. And yes, I'm terrified of this Bengals. You're team. talking out of both sides of your mouth, man. They they're great. They should be great. They will be great. I'm afraid we're going to lose to a winless team. Tim, you lost. Hold on. You lost. You lost. You lost to a team that is openly tanking. I am. And you're worried about losing to a team that's going to trot like trying it now. Like, I don't understand. You've already lost to a team that was by all accounts tanking until the national media got like so in an uproar that they galvanized their locker room to a win and a half. And a good month us. of covers and they're like, oh, but we can't let them be loose to the Jets too. God forbid, right? And that's when it, it's so. Yes, I'm terrified because Dalton's a darn good quarterback, and wherever he goes next year, he'll be good. And yes. like the Bengals, yes, the Bengals are 0 <laughs> 11. They have lost a ton of games by one one score or fewer. Like they're not getting blown out week after week after week. Like th- there's lots to say that this Bengals team can compete. They really want to win test with you. Don't want to go 0 16. That's clear from the way they're setting up for this week. I'm just, I, I'm absolutely frightened, petrified, terrified. I mean, at least I have a one or 2% chance. You know, it's the American Thanksgiving and I have a 2% chance uh, to hope for something. And then I just, I can't imagine having to face no, no chance that they lose this week and how painful that would be. And it's just, oh, it's just the worst. And I hate that, that this, is, this is the game. I, I would have rather play somebody who's in the middle of the pack. I would have rather played Chicago this week or played, I, I, I don't know, Denver this week or something like that rather than Cincinnati. This is a very hungry and cornered animal, and I'm terrified that they're going to bite. Tim, you go Tim, you go on all the time about how they're the AFC's preeminent franchise and stuff. Why on earth would Park Avenue want you guys to not make the playoffs and like send in Andy Dalton, <laughs> Custy Andy, Ginger Vitus they're Dalton not, not to go that. take care of your business. Like you're, you're losing At your mind. You're losing your mind. Not man. Being, there's no conspiracy from the league. You literally were talking about conspiracy it's on the, Twitter. It's the, it's the, what I was saying was that the Bengals have sort of like conspired that they'll wait until they get things completely in the bag before they try to win a game. That was the conspiracy I was trying to talk about. Well, they probably, and maybe you're right. Maybe they were trying to lose the game. They got it in the bag, and you're like, all right, we don't want to go 0-16. We don't want to be Orlovsky's Lions here. Let's pick out the most winnable game on our schedule and try to win that one. And they picked this one because the Chets suck. Well, they, they don't suck. They just ripped apart the Raiders. They just went on a three-game winning streak. Uh, this, is, this is a team that has a lot of talent. I can't wait till 2020. I wish I could close my eyes. Are you calling my- it right now? And it could it, be Thanksgiving week. This team is going to make the playoffs next year. 
I can't say where. This is exactly when you said it would happen. <laughs> I've seen it now. It took, but he but promised he wouldn't do this. I'm no, like, but now he's sweating the Bengals. But they're so good. And well, if they're good. so fucking good, Tim, they should beat the winless Bengals. I hate Sam to tell you. Got, the Sam has gotten so good over the last week. We've seen the progression you wanted to see. It's it's it, you know he's just moving through the gears uh, when he plays these games. I mean, if it weren't for Jackson, he'd be the AFC Player of the Week. But we talk way to beat Jackson. Baker threw it. for more yards. I yeah. saw. Baker's awful. I, I don't want to hear any more about. Oh him. no! Just, well, hold on one second. I, I do have something to ask you. I don't want to talk about this. Let's do, just move on. Do, I do, you, do you think? I mean, I'm just channeling Tim vibes here when I think about this story. So. Three-game winning streak for the Jets. They beat the Raiders. They're not going to make the playoffs. Sam Darnold goes out and celebrates like they win this fucking Super Bowl. Imagine if Baker Mayfield had done this. Tim, what would you think? Fair. I, think I, I, I don't. I don't know what I would have thought. That's a hypothetical. <laughs> I can't answer that question. So you <laughs> have you had been. a meltdown when Baker chugged a beer at an Indians game in the offseason to get the Cleveland ha- fans hyped. He did, that for, he did that for attention. Low energy Sam can't even make it out past 1230 uh, on a Sunday night out clubbing with the teammates. They had, they had to bring him home. He doesn't have enough energy. This is like asking like Hannity what he would do if Trump wore a tan suit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't answer that hypothetical. It's pretty embarrassing, Tim. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I I don't know why I'm expected to have to defend or criticize this. Because all you do, you criticize for exactly the same thing. This is your guy. I think it's great. I think this is a nice... 22-year-old co- going out, yeah. enjoying an evening after he's had some personal success on the football field. Fi- Very normal. He, first had, he had his first sans mono yeah. kiss of his life. But That's we are really putting nice. your fair and balanced critiquing under the microscope. Well, but I think these are apples and oranges. I think that Mayfield, the stuff I was criticizing him for, wasn't going out and going to a club after a game. It was being supercilious on television. Well, to you mean, the, you mean because, because the people reports, wanted him in commercials? The reports indicated that people had to look out for, like, Sam, as it didn't seem well, like he was able to handle his alcohol very well. Well, he's only been legally allowed to drink for a year. <laughs> sure. And he doesn't have time to go drinking a lot because he's home studying the playbook. Is he? Because he's go- he's going out on Sunday nights drinking. Well, it was an. Exception. I think that Sam might have an alcohol problem. I'd watch out for that. <laughs> like the guy is already predisposed to being a fat man. Adding a whole bunch of booze into that mix is not going to turn out well. A lot of sugar and booze. Yeah. Well, you know, you can criticize all you want. I'm not the one criticizing. You should be the one criticizing because it goes against everything that you criticize Mayfield for. Stuff like this. Pre-Madonna. Oh, he's on the cover of the New York Post. Out drinking and partying like a wild man. Probably doing crack in the bathroom. Sleeping with hookers. Oh, if this was Baker, it would be a big problem. I would prefer that this didn't happen. But I am not here to pass judgment on what a 22-year-old seems to have you know, broke no laws committed no crimes apparently and had a fun night and then it wrapped wrapped it up early i would prefer he just went home had a glass of wine and watched television but you know whatever like i that it is what it is he's the king of new york and he's 22 and he just won three great three big games and uh he's, he's won three games this season four <laughs> games this season oh my god jeff king of new york yeah this game that they play this week has a total of four combined wins I'm aware, and we have them all. But if we win this week, we might only be a game back. What happens if you lose this week? It will be gut wrenching, but not totally because I can see it coming. Okay, like I, won't be I got it. Okay, I'm gonna pick the Bengals. I'm picking I the Bengals as well. 
Bengals I, money line, you want to do it? I'll argue there's line value here. This thing was four without Dalton. They've moved it to three and a half. How is that? This Finley is horrid. There's not a chance that 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 Dalton is worth half a point compared to this guy. He did lose another O-lineman. As good or bad as you think Dalton is, it's a significant upgrade. I think they know the public is going to come in heavy on the Jets. They just saw the Jets win three straight games, so the Jets. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here for Cincy. This could be a field goal game, Tim. I'm 3-0 with the Jets in Superlux. You've only won four games this year. I've picked them three and guaranteed it three times. I got a good vibe on this team. I do not have that vibe this week. Cincinnati, give me the three and a half. We're going to take the jumbo jets, but I get what you're saying. Siding with the coin again. Three for three, siding with the coin for Tim. I just saw the spread like Sunday night and was like, oh my God, the Vegas like knows how in play Cincy is here. And then the quarterback switch and Tim's never lose again thing. It's all here. It's all shaping up. Next game, Philly and Miami. Try to make this one quick. Another home dog. Miami's a 10 point dog at home. 45 is the over under. Do you worry at all? Tim, that Philly's offense is just bad? Sure, I'm past the point of worry. I'm now to the point of being convinced that it's true. Okay, but are they bad enough to not beat the Dolphins by more than 10 points? No. Yeah, they shouldn't be favored against 10 points on the road against anybody. Uh, And the Dolphins, well, they're anybody. So, yeah, I'll take the home dog. Not with a great deal of confidence. There's no teaser being involved here, but like... This better be a get-right game for the Eagles. Put it that way. If the Eagles don't win this game by 17 or more, you you can bury them. They're done, done. So for me, I'm going to take Philly minus 10 on the road here, solely because I think the offense can move the ball a little bit. If they score, that just the Dolphins. Just the Dolphins. The Dolphins are terrible. They'll get right. Yeah. So it's a perfect team to get right against, even if they're down Alshon, even if they're down Jordan Howard in this game. But the biggest thing is. Where we saw Miami, like, they were just pummeled in the first half against Cleveland. Then they were able against, like, against that defense to manufacture some points during garbage time. Then Cleveland pulled away again. But Philly's defense has been really good since they've come out of the bye. Like, actually good. That I don't know if Miami's going to put up more than 7 or 10 against them. And I think, that Miami, I think that the Eagles should be able to get to 21 against the Dolphins. I really do. If not, like, just basically write them off for the rest of the year. And I don't think that Miami is going to get that many on. Like, I just don't think they are going to be able to score on this defense. And and Miami is so vanilla. This thing is going to be big. This thing, this thing is going to be big. Go back to just crushing against the dolphins. Yeah, but you've been picking against the dolphins every, and they had a month. They had a month where they had life. I'm telling you, they, again, I've said it for the month. They were galvanized by the hate and the scrutiny but they got their wins, and it's over. They're ready for Christmas. And we've they seen, are ready. And, and we've seen this. This is almost what the Bengals are doing right now, too. Like, I think Miami covered four in a row. They had that good month. Since he's covered two in a row now, God, and they're trending towards God that win. That, that's what we're going with yeah, here. And God forbid the Dolphins have the courage to win a third or fourth game and get to eighth overall. Those well, six, those, those sick fucks. If they actually do that, they're dumb enough, but it's not possible. It would be they, uh, it would be better if somehow the Jets lose to the Bengals this week and then get swept by the Dolphins next week. Oh, look, I'm, very nervous about the Dolphins. I'm very nervous about the Dolphins next week. I'll tell you why. That, no, no, no. You know why that's a danger spot? I'll tell you why it's a danger spot. If they lose this week, it's literally the game where the season is officially over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but they're so good, oh, though, Jeff. Imagine Jeff, they're so good. Imagine they drop both to the Dolphins and the Bengals 
if you're not cheering for that, I don't know why you're watching. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, I don't know why you watch us. That would not be good for the show. <laughs> no, that would just be horrendous. Game of the week, San Fran at Baltimore. Baltimore, favored by six at home. 46 is the over-under in this game. Teams equal against the spread so far this season. Six, four, and one. We do have a West Coast team playing after the Sunday night game, traveling to the Eastern time zone. That's not great news, but we have Baltimore on a short week. Not that they you know, played their quarterback all four quarters, but still, they did play on Monday night against the Rams on the West Coast, traveling back to the East Coast. I, am, I have no real feel for this game. It feels like a lot of points. Oh, it's moved big. Tim says he I'm saw not. three before Monday it night was. football. It was. It moved three points. You uh, got it. I'm not. I got to just take, take the Niners. Friends. Yeah. I, I hate saying it. I almost feel like these guys are the greatest thing I've seen and they can't lose. And I'm an idiot. And that's how everyone else probably feels. So, yeah. But if there's good, again, we joked last week, like if they're as good as it seems, there's no spread big enough. But And you could argue happen. and you could argue Vegas. Like, as I was saying, I kind of alluded to on our Thanksgiving show, you know, talking about sharps. Now. It's almost like Vegas didn't know what to do. They were like so afraid of of giving Baltimore too much respect that people were gonna jump on and they the did. Rams people over jumped yeah, on the Rams over an extra half point. Jeff. Clown. But 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 it doesn't matter. There is they're so good, like it doesn't it doesn't matter. This one almost feels like a litmus test for the books. They have moved this thing like a freaking field goal. So here's the way that you need to think about this game. I think it really comes down to the Ravens lost their center on Monday night. So can the protection hold up? But not so much the protection up the middle. It's the protection on the edges. Can Lamar get to the outside and run around this defensive line? If he can do that, they're going to cover this number. If the edges for the Niners can contain him and keep him into the pocket and just kind of disrupt the flow that the Ravens have going on, I think the Niners actually kind of blow them out. I'm so I, Just an hour ago, you were discussing how the Niners were a bad football team. And that, uh, that is not that is not what I said. So people can go That's back cool. and listen to the Thanksgiving show. You're nothing but poke holes in the Niners. What's that? The, the pass rush was good. Everything else was No, you good. had him debating them versus the Saints. So it's like the he doesn't think the Niners are bad, but he's making a case, case that I think that they're I think the Niners are a bad matchup for what the Saints do well. And in this matchup, I'm not sure. Like I'm I don't know how like how good is the Ravens' offensive line? I, is their offensive line good because Lamar just draws everyone outside the box and you can run up the middle and that's I don't clear. know. Aaron Donald wasn't seen for three and a half quarters. But he's also coming straight up the middle. And the Ravens do most of their damage with Lamar on the outside. It was frustrating to see the Rams keep him in the middle the whole game. Like, once you realize that wasn't going to work, they should have moved Donald around. You got to do something or, or you lose 45 to six. Uh, that was a very disappointing defensive performance from the Rams, a very lifeless one. Uh, with the talent they've got on defense to play like that and not switch it up after the second drive when they realized what they had wasn't working. I, I thought that Phillips did a terrible oh, job. I'll, I'll have enough things to say about the Rams later in the show, but I'll put this in here because you mentioned it. Wade Phillips last night literally looked like my dad is like older than your dad. Than even my dad? if we were the same age. Uh, your dad's probably like 30 years older than my I'm dad. just putting this out there. Wade Phillips in that all yellow hat that was worn really high on his head. It's like how when I'm like 13, we're on like a family vacation in Aruba. And my dad is like 68 years old wearing the most like embarrassing like hat that's like literally sitting on his head with the crooked curve. That was Wade (laughs) Phillips last night. 
yeah, I like the I like the 49ers here. Not because I don't like the Ravens, but I think now that I'm being taxed to bet on the Ravens. The Niners are the best team in the NFL right now, and they are getting six points. I don't I, wanna, I won't, yeah. I I won't wanna... get this opportunity again with the Niners, so I will take them, and I will tease them up because, again, I won't get this opportunity again, so I'm going to take it. I just think it's, it's sort of silly to get this many. I think the line ought to be Ravens by three or three and a half not six. There's tremendous value on San Francisco. So the teaser's gonna, dangerous because these I, yeah, guys the Ravens are, win. Yeah. Like we've seen the Ravens just post 35 yeah. point wins. Like I would, you'd be better off. Ta- honestly, you'd be better San off Fran betting the line. San Fran money line than teasing them to 12 and a half. Yeah. But I don't think the Niners are capable of being blown out. If someone beats the Niners, they're not going to beat them by more than uh, a touchdown. I don't think they're that type of team. Have we seen San Francisco fall behind in games yet? I mean, they, they don't. They fell behind in Seattle and fought back and t- took it all the way to overtime. How far they were winning that game. Though, yeah, I thought they, they were winning. They, they, they blew it, and they should have played for the tie. Um, I'm going to take San Fran. It's that, that tax is too much. I'll not be, like, I, I don't know about real money, but for the purpose of picking it, I'm taking those points. Paul? I don't love it. I'm I mean, I, I, this is, like, not an example of them falling behind, but, like, they laid a stinker against Washington at Washington, won like nine nothing in that rain game. That was a bad performance. They do that against Baltimore, they're gonna get pillaged. Yeah, and the biggest thing that the Ravens can do to exploit the one part of the Niners defense that's like not very good is the run defense. So we'll see how that holds up. But it's just about contain on Lamar Jackson. I think the the coaching style, the coaching clash between Shanahan and Harbaugh is going to be pretty cool to watch. I think Lamar is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. That if if I Baltimore, say, what cut thought, me off? Go ahead. I thought what the Niners did on Sunday was the most impressive win of the season. I was so shocked by that that they won by thirty points like that. I, I cannot be. I that will, I'll that game I won't be able to shake for for two months when I think about the Niners. Like that crystallized for me so much the way they won that game going away against Green Bay, I'm, I'm I'm still shocked by it. Baltimore, Jeff, historically a very good home team. Even when they're, like, mediocre, very good at home. They tend to beat up on bad teams really well, so this is a really good test. But they smoke the Patriots, and that's a really good defense. I think they can smoke them here, too. It's... I think that people are going to look at this six and have this come to the same conclusion that both of you have come to and be like, got to take San Francisco. It's too many points. San Francisco's too good. I think that Baltimore might run yeah. train on them here. That, that, I, I'm taking Baltimore minus that six. That snowball is steaming down the hill. Like, picture that commercial or the cartoon of that snowball just firing down, chasing the world. That's the Ravens. They are coming. Uh, and I will not bet real money against them. But uh, I, great, I think it could be a real close game. A great Super Bowl rematch, too. It's true. Maybe they should fire Jimmy Garoppolo and hire Colin Kaepernick for this game. For, NF, for NFL 100. But then Ravens should make sure they don't turn the lights off halfway through and give the Niners life. <laughs> Tampa at Jacksonville. The Jags are favored by a point at home. If you don't think that Tampa's going to win this game, I suggest you play Jaguars defense everywhere on DraftKings this week. Uh, I like Tampa to beat Jacksonville. I think it's. I think the over is probably the bet in this game at 48.5. I think that Foles has a pretty good game here. I don't know how Tampa really stops them, but if there's one thing that Jacksonville loves to do, Tampa's guilty of this sometimes too, but Jameis usually throws them into a hole early that they abandon the run, that whenever they try to run a bunch, they're terrible at it, and they start trying to be like, oh, it's fourth and one. Let's, let's get real tricky and run the ball, and they get stuffed and they turn the ball over. Jacksonville is going to run the ball no matter what, and you can't run against Tampa. So they're going to waste a few of these drives by trying to pound Leonard Fournette up the gut for no yardage and 
Tampa is going to score on those drives and just going to fall behind by too much. I like Tampa. I'm desperate for a fantasy win and I need a big Jameis. Jameis can lose and have a big fantasy day, sir. Yeah, obviously. I just need a big Jameis game. Uh, I don't know, Jacksonville, that was sort of like an eight-minute span that an owner decides he's firing a coach over. Uh, give me Tampa. Tim? Yeah, I scribble on the plank. I like the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers win the game outright by quite a bit, and we're teasing them out. Short Te- list for Super Bowl this week. So Tampa up to seven and a half? Yeah, it's a great tease, actually. <laughs> okay. Take it take it from one and 11, Tim. Of well, what's a great tease? Get, get no, that's my favorite game that he has put on his teaser. I'm, I worry about that San Francisco one. Like, I really would just yeah, take I, it off I, and bet it on the money line I, instead of teasing it. We're not going to give Jacksonville any credit. We all came to the conclusion of Tampa Bay pretty quickly. Although we did do the uh, – Tim, you took Atlanta last week. You and I were on Tampa yeah. full steam ahead last week. The mm-hmm. only game that we all agreed on, I think, was Carolina, and we got that right. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that, there couldn't have been many because I only got three right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tennessee and Indy. This could be super lock. Uh, Indy is favored by two and a half points at home. 43 and a half is the over-under. T.Y. Hilton played last week, was basically a decoy. Now he's iffy to play this week. Jacoby Brissett should be another week healthier. Titans are kind of rolling right now, but they're running into a team that has a good offensive line and a good defensive line, and that usually spells doom for the Tennessee Titans. Good offensive line, good defensive line, great coach, extra time. Y'all in love with Tennessee. Indy. Pounding Indy. Yeah, I, li- I like Indy a lot as well. Pound town. And it's you're not getting the full three. It's only two and a half. Pound town. Like, cr- they're gonna, they are going to crush them. So you're saying that you got the fappening for the Colts? Yeah. All right. Tim? It's just worth noting that secretly Jeff hates the Titans more than just about any other team in the NFL. He, he how, loves how do you playing know? for the perfect spot to nail the Titans. And when they I knew Listen. He began, I was like, he's going to be on the Colts. This is a perfect shot. To like whack them all the Titans. I will be forced to like the Titans next year when Philip Rivers is their quarterback. <laughs> oh, you and your pal can reconnect over Les Titans. That is going to be, that's a bridge I just don't want to cross that I almost want Ryan Tannehill to be exquisite down the stretch so they feel they're set. Ryan Tannehill. The best quarterback since week like four or sorry the last like month well, right? the, pa- the past four weeks he's the best non-lamar jackson fantasy sorry. quarterback i'm gonna pick that up from your your show with jake today oh there we go thanks for listening wide, re- yeah. wide receiver one some people call him listen his college years were miami because he played re- quarterback for like nine months before he went there so that's like going to university and now he's an nfl quarterback he's killing it i'm happy for him they're getting coach Extra time, foundation team, the roster. I love to brag about. Uh, I yeah, big bet. Titans. I like the game. I like the Titans here. I think they well, run all over the place. I think Derrick Henry. That's, 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 that's what they can do. Yeah. I think Derrick Henry bludgeons them. I think that uh, yeah, Tannehill's playing really good football. I think the Titans are actually pretty well coached as well. And uh, yeah, they're 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 playing really good football at the right time. And the Colts are still not 100%. And so, I don't know. I just think it's a good spot for Tennessee. I think that it's not necessarily that Mike Vrabel, maybe this does mean he's a pretty good coach, but I think the Titans benefit, Mike Vrabel benefits that he's very, I mean, sometimes it's hard to like judge why a coach is good, why a coach is bad. Is the scheme really good? Sometimes it boils down to 
does the coach understand the players that he has? Yeah. And like Bingo. That, it's like Bingo. the Belichick thing. Like yes. he's a great coach because he understands his roster and how he can get the most out of that Puts roster. Puts them in positions he, to succeed, doesn't ask them to do things they are not capable exactly. of doing. It, it's like yeah. how Harbaugh this year has reinvented his offense along with Greg Roman to fit Lamar Jackson, and it's paying massive dividends. Vrabel doesn't have that sort of talent. But he is maximizing the talent that he has on his team by not putting them into positions where they're probably going to fail. So if they run Derrick Henry when they're down a whole bunch, it's not a great idea. But it's also not asking Ryan Tannehill to go throw 45 times a game and go win this for me, Ryan. Just stick to what you do well. They don't take a ton of penalties. It's almost like the Bills in a way. Like Sean McDermott's done a really good job with the Bills because here's what we are. We're not a team that's going to go post 48 on you. We're going to try to shorten the games. We're going to try to not take penalties and just minimize the amount of time teams are actually on the field. We're going to run the clock down, try to play solid defense, run the ball, hope not to turn it over and win every game 17 to 14. And it's working. We have, I, I have sat across, I have sat across from you for years talking about how much we like the Tennessee roster, but how they literally week in, week out, we're losing at quarterback. Almost didn't matter who they played. Now they they seem to be fine. They're getting plays. They're getting crucial third down conversions. They're doing everything. Run, run, pass is working. They're picking up the third and five in the air, and then Buddy's busting 70-yard runs. It's a pattern, and it's working. I'm shocked, though, that Tim has picked Tennessee only because I feel it's not in the best interest of, of, the, Jets? of the Jets in the playoffs. The Colts winning is not in their interest either. Somebody has to win this game. Uh but look, I think what, what Pat said was very well said, and it's an under. I think it, it highlights the fact the mistake we saw from last season that the whole world thought the smartest thing to do was to go out and hire a head coach in the model of a Sean McVay, uh, who's a play calling head coach. And of course, that's not what you want to be doing in this league. You want to hire a Mike Vrabel. You want to hire a John Harbaugh. You want to hire a, a McDermott, someone who understands his roster and maximizes the talent as a leader of men that he has who doesn't just stand there and try to be Bill Walsh 2.0 because those very rarely come around. It's like the, it, it, to me, it underscores what I've always believed about NFL head coaching is that you want a man who can be the general of the team and understands the cards that he's been dealt and knows how to play them. Not someone who's trying to reinvent the game on the fly. The Chip Kelly's don't last. The McVeigh's are running out of steam. The Mike Vrabel types are timeless. And so I, I think that underscores and underpins a lot of what you said. So I think this can go the other way too. Like Andy Reid is someone that you hire because he brings in an offensive system that's been proven over two decades that works. The problem with this matchup is Frank Reich's just the better version of Mike Vrabel. I think they're both exceptional coaches. I I, I have nothing bad to say. Well, I shouldn't say exceptional. That is overstating the case. I think they're both very competent NFL coaches. I think Reich is slightly better, but I wanted to say that I think Vrabel's pretty good as well. I don't think Frank Reich would go top five in a coach's draft. Oh, you want to do that right now? Coach's draft? Let's sure. let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Is it a snake style? No, we'll we'll we'll, we'll be a team and we'll we'll set the we'll be like Mel Kuyper here. But the three of us will be Mel Kuyper and we'll rank our coaches. All right, ready? Sure. Belichick. Agreed. Oh, yeah. What choice do you have? So who's number two? Harbaugh? Harbaugh. I guess Harbaugh's had the sustained success. Reed. Well, so is Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's Carroll, just- Harbaugh, Reed, Carroll. I just don't like Pete Carroll. Uh, well, I don't. He's a Harbaugh, nine-old. Reed, I'm Carroll. Shocked he did. I'm a stop floored he didn't say Adam Gase. Harbaugh, no. Reed, Carroll. That's the next. And then no, right. Reed, I, I, 
Shanahan? No. Again, McVay is still a good coach, potentially. Let's I wouldn't rather him over the guys we've named, though. Let's take Peyton second. Oh, yeah, Peyton. Yeah, Peyton. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll take Harbaugh. I was looking Peyton. at the teams on this list, so I haven't looked at the Thanksgiving teams. Jason Garrett, no. Uh, yeah. yeah, the only team from Thanksgiving is Peyton that we can talk about. I, I McDermott would be like 13th on that list. I would say he's an above-average coach in the NFL, slightly. Yeah. People give him a hard time, but Mike Zimmer is a cash machine. If you like, if you've just bet the Vikings, he's he's gotten better this year. Is I feel like he understands his personnel a little bit better, at least, or he, at least he's turned over the the offense to a who's there now? Kubiak's there now. Uh, just enforce the zone running game, make that a particular part of your offense that's going to work really well, and know that Kirk Cousins is really good at passing off play action, and just do that more. Like they've. Mike Zimmer has now put his offensive players into a position to succeed where last year that just wasn't the case whatsoever. I agree. I agree with all that. So just Belichick. I, I mean, I guess the case is who's the second best coach. Yeah. Peyton or Harbaugh, Carroll. Peyton or Harbaugh, or Carroll. It's one of those three. I guess I lean towards Peyton a little bit, but all three have had sustained success. You don't think that Andy Reid should be in that conversation? If I had to hire one of them if, to be the Chargers, it would be Harbaugh. I would hire and Harbaugh, too, only because of his special teams Reed prowess. Andy Reid yeah. has a significant flaw, which is that he sucks at managing the clock. And makes yeah, I agree. Carol and, Peyton would still co- Carol and Peyton would still come in ahead of Reid. Yeah, I, I think so. Reed and I would like, honestly argue Frank Wright over Reid just because the ceiling. No. Like the Reed ceiling. Like in eight years, he might be three times the coach well, I mean, that we thought Andy Reid was, and that unknown to me might be worth it. Well, I guess it depends on what we're talking about with coaches. Like, do you hire like ninety-eight-year-old Pete Carroll if you want a coach of the future? Probably not. You probably take Frank Reich at this point because he's younger. Well, same as Andy Reid. Andy Reid getting old. Even Belichick's getting old. But you need one guy to coach a game this weekend. Yeah, I mean that's all fair. I think Doug Peterson is still a really good coach too. I haven't given He's up a wizard on offensive play caller, but I don't know. It seems like he is I think, I think he I think he just falls into the middle. Like he has his good moments, yeah. he has his really bad moments. As everyone does. Like would you rather have Doug Peterson or Mike Tomlin as your I mean, I'm surprised Tim hasn't argued oh, for I, I, uh, I, I Bruce Arians yet. Well, Tim uh, Tim actually believes that Jim Caldwell is the best coach, not necessarily I'm, in football, I'm but in the world. Listen, Jim Caldwell gets has gotten a raw deal. He's gotten a raw yeah. deal. You look, but at he's your classic no upside coach. Sure, but he's and not hot, and he's not friends with Sean McVay. Yeah, the Lions made the playoffs three times with him. You know, and, the, and got and got waxed every single time. He's not hot, and he's not he's Sean McVay, and he's yeah. Well, speak for yourself. I think he's pretty hot. Where does Gruden fall on this list? John Gruden, not Jay Gruden. John Gruden is like mm-hmm. middle of the pack. Like I would You'd rather over- Gruden over Zimmer? No, I'd rather Zimmer over Gruden, but I think that's pretty close. Yeah, I think I actually think that for as much shit and as making fun of John Gruden as I did, I, I do think he's done a pretty good job so far this season. And Mike Mayock did a good job helping him pick the right players in this year's draft when they needed to nail guys, and they did. So top five worst coaches in the NFL. Bill O'Brien or Matt Patricia? Oh, Bill O'Brien is the worst coach in the NFL, bar none. There is a gap between him and uh, I think Dan Quinn, who is second. Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. Kitchens is in the bottom I, five. I, I, I would rather have I would rather have Dan Quinn over Freddie Kitchens. I mean, Dan Quinn did go to a Super Bowl. He did, but he's not good. He's not great. 
I would say he's probably like 21st if we listed them all out. What about your boy, per not Martin Flores, fucking Brian Flores? Is he actually a good I coach? Think, might be. I think he's doing might a, be. Lot, a lot with a very little. Might be. I got nothing bad to say against him. Could you uh, talk, could you make a case for him to win coach of the year? <laughs> could you? Maybe, sure. Like, he uh, has listen, by far the worst roster in the I NFL. I would have argued Adam Gase getting seven wins in Miami last year was worth a, a third place, fifth place vote. So, like, I, I feel like it's now the pendulum has swung too far the other way on Sean McVay. Like, I would still want to have Sean McVay as my Yeah, of course. But, like, imagine. This guy can name every player on the opponent's defense. Yeah, but that's also the media making this out. Sure, and, and the you, media... And, 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 the people, media and, and people buying into yeah, it. Yeah, and the media had owners having their fucking GMs have mandates that they want to hire the hot new fucking friend with Sean McVay. Right. hot friend's coaching tree. Instead of having their GM look for the next Harbaugh or Belichick. So the Thoms, the friends of McVay, Cliff Kingsbury, pretty good coach. Fine. He's going to have to yeah. realize the kicking field goals from the one yard line sure. probably isn't They're the not going to oh. win shit this year anyway. But build he's, he's, your doing, team, he's build done your a roster, really good job. Get the pieces you want in there. Sure. Fair to judge him next year. If I was taking over a team right now, I'd rather be the Arizona Cardinals than the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, absolutely. Cool. The sun is yeah. setting. Yeah, the Rams are and the bad. division is good because Russell Wilson's there and, and the 49ers are stacked and there's a young fun thing happening in Arizona and they're just death on a field of all the death co- in a $6 million steel chest <laughs> of, all, of all the coaches that are going to get fired this year and be available for next year to hire. Where's Jason Garrett coaching? Is no. that the question? Who, Cleveland? Who, I don't know that there's many coaches that are going to get fired this year. I think I, last week we saw a ton. I think it'd be very few now. Uh, here's the thing. Out of all the guys that are, let's say, potentially on the board, on the chopping block, who do you think makes the best hire next year? I weirdly think it might be Ron Rivera because he's getting fired. Yeah. Jason Garrett's getting fired. Yeah, I don't think I'd watch it. Yeah, no one's going to hire Jason Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett could end in Cleveland. No. Ron Ron Rivera would be a good hire for Cleveland. I, I I like that a lot. I, that would be unfair to get rid of Ron. You're not going to get a better he's been coach. I, I, he's been there for I so agree, long. I agree that it's just a cyclical thing. They feel but like it's, it's right. time. If, if but... they keep Cam, I think they keep Rivera. Okay, fair. I buy into that all that. perfect spot for Caldwell to come into Carolina. I mean, a month ago, we would have said Dan Quinn for sure, but it seems like they've saved his job. And, and Arthur, oh, that, that can turn. Okay, yes, I know. But Arthur Bank didn't have the quick trigger finger like going into the bye week. Yes. That some people like thought might be there. There's no way Kitchens is back, right? I guess if they could, make the playoffs, he's back. Could Garrett be the head coach of like the Redskins? No, Garrett's not getting another coaching job. I guarantee job. you he does. He's not getting a head coaching job as his if next Dallas job, unless, unless it's in college. Yes, he is. If Dallas wins their division, he's not going to get fired, and Dallas is probably going to win the division. No. That's true. Dallas will have to win, go to the conference finals to I don't think keep so. his job. I think if they yeah. make the playoffs. No, I'm telling you, Jerry's laying, Jerry has someone digging the grave right now. Their shovels are working. I understand that. I he, I know that. But he's if setting the, the stage. Off, he's setting it up. Marone's gone, right? Yeah, he's lost it. That team just always, yeah. Like Honestly, I said, there was probably, if you own the Jaguars, you probably watched that eight-minute interval and decided your coach is gone. I'd fire your coach. I'd fire Anthony Lynn. He's not a good coach. Yeah, I, I, think, I yeah. think after what he didn't do with the talent on this roster the last two seasons, the way they didn't perform in the postseason last year and did nothing this year, yeah, I think it's justified to to move on from Anthony Lynn. Uh, Schumer's gone with the Giants. Yeah, maybe. I would guess. I would think so. Unless like Daniel he, Jones loves him. I guess so. If Jones backs you, he'll you got to keep him because you're stuck. Has with Jones, Jones been good enough where he gets the autonomy? Like he hasn't done what Baker did last year to be able to 
like galvanize ownership to make the hire or to call your shots. So I don't think he has a say in any of it. The Giants are an old school franchise. The Mara family is not walking downstairs to the fifth overall pick and asking them who he should hire. Oh, that's Rooney. No, I'm I'm being dead serious. No, Jimmy know. Haslam letting the fucking kid pick the coach. Then they're beholden like he owns them. They gave Gilbride the job and he was completely unqualified for it. So I don't know. All right. You think Arians is back? Yeah. If he, if he wants to be. That's the thing. I, I don't know if he's going to come back. Yeah. I don't know. I, I could put it this way. I would not be shocked if he just said, you know what? I just don't have it in me. But I, think I would feel the same way. I think James should stay. I still think there's things to be done there with that roster. Uh, just a couple of things, a couple of bounces here or there in Tampa. Tampa could be a, a playoff team. Washington and Carolina, a team of two, two teams. We didn't even mention Jay Gruden as guys that could be fired, but he probably, he, he probably won't be. Carolina's favored by 10 at home, 40 is the over-under. The only thing about this game is, oh, he already was fired. <laughs> yeah. the. Uh, so I doubt they bring back Bill Callahan. But under Bill Callahan, they run, 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 run. That's how you beat, not necessarily beat Carolina, but you can move the ball against Carolina by running up the middle, whether it's Geis, whether it's AP. They might get Chris Thompson back in this game. 10 feels like an overreaction. Like Carolina's been all over the place the past few weeks where we liked them last week, the plus 10 against New Orleans, because that was a direct reflection of them getting waxed by Atlanta at home the week before. Like, it felt like we were getting three free points with that line. It feels like this might be too many. Yes, Washington's coming off a win. They're probably not going to win again. But this almost feels like that Bills-Dallas game to me. The the Bills are better than Washington, but they can kind of slog it up with Carolina. They can pressure the quarterback pretty well. Uh, Tim, nice call on your defense of Washington last week, too, uh, on DraftKings. I I like Washington plus the 10. I'm with you. It's just a couple too many points. I do like where Carolina is, but I don't want to lay. Like you said, that's from getting 10 to laying 10. That's not for me. Coin likes Carolina. Tim, who do you like? I like Carolina, too, and I'm going to tease them down. They're the last part of the parlay. Oh, no, no, they're not. There's one more. Uh, but I like the Panthers here. I don't know. I just think Washington sort of won their game. I don't think I don't trust Washington to go on the road and play. Well, the Panthers, you know, have gone toe to toe with some pretty good teams this year. Yeah, they're not going to make the playoffs. Their season is pretty much done. But you know, I think this is a team that still wants to win as many games as possible. A coaching staff that is encouraged to win as many games as possible uh, if they want to keep their jobs, keep a sliver of hope on it. So yeah, I expect them to expect them to win by double digits. So uh, I like them. Okay, we've reached the midway point of the show. That means, Jeff, it's time for a Cuss Corner Mini. If people haven't realized yet, um, people stop doing this and, like, time-coding the show. Although I said that if you time-code the show every week, you can be in the draw for the 20 DK bucks. Then people to stop doing it. Please, time-code the show to help us create a best of for the end of the year. We're getting around that time. It's not like I'm going to be in studio on Christmas Day filming new content. We need something to put out for the peoples out there. But, Tim, you said you had a list of things that we could choose to talk about. Would you please give us the list? Yeah, I wanted to say we could talk about the relatively, well, new to me, shortcut keys that I've been discovering. Uh, that we could talk about those. And then something that blew up that I had no expectation was going to blow up was I tweeted out the best things to mix with cereal, and that just went viral and back. Well, considering you had hot water above milk on your best things to mix with cereal, I, I can see why people 
had a strong reaction to that. I, I stand by that claim. If you're eating shredded wheat or puffed wheat or oatmeal or cream of wheat, hot water is the mix. Some people like mix their cream with milk instead of uh, water. You said cereal, Tim. Puffed wheat, shredded wheat, hot water is the play. What, what are you, 90, 90 fucking five years old? No, I just think it's better. Why do you eat the similar foods as people with no teeth? This is what I grew up eating, and it's what I like, and it's what I know. I mean, you just, you can evolve into better things. You realize that. I Again, I understand you don't believe in evolution, but <laughs> you, were just, on, you were on the wrong sides of the Scopes monkey trial, pal. <laughs> can you name somebody who was involved in that trial? No. I just remember, I just remember it from Inherit the Wind. <laughs> um, yeah, well, before we get to this, I, I don't. Th- did you have more besides the shortcuts and the serial list? That, that was the principal thing. I also wanted to ask about, I should have brought this up on the Thanksgiving show, something I did the other day at lunch. I decided to use cranberry sauce as a dipping sauce for my chicken wings. Wanted to see how it tasted. And it was excellent. And That's- if I were a chicken wing ranking sauce, oh, no. I think cranberry would be very high on oh, that. Oh, no, no, no. See, here's the, here's the thing. I'm, like, I have a take on this. I can see that not being bad. Yeah, it's not weird. It's chicken not, and sauce, like uh, turkey and sure. cranberry sauce is a thing. So, However, if I was getting chicken wings, I wouldn't get cranberry yeah, sauce. Thank you. Well said. Done. Imagine if you like mix gravy and cranberry sauce together. Did you go outside for another cigarette? Because you sound like yeah, you're moving man, around. You're, you're really, you're really driving the yeah, audio. Yeah, you're really quiet. We can hear you right shuffling now, around. I think I you should have to have your no, I think to, you have to turn your video on so we can monitor you. You're trying to make my job hard or something. This I is, haven't moved. An you're inch. all over. Over the place. It's such a lie. You're such a, a liar. Lie. It's a bigger lie on. than evolution. <laughs> I haven't moved from my recliner. Cranberry sauce happens to be an excellent chicken. I think that would be a million dollar idea. You could bottle like cranberry chicken wing sauce. Like mix that in like Frank's Red Hot or that in gravy. No, see now that, okay, now we're getting disgusting. Why would I want to dip my chicken wings into cranberry sauce mixed with Frank's Red Hot? Frank's Red Hot sucks to begin with. Oh, I love Frank's Red Hot. Of course you do. That that makes perfect sense. Frank's Red Hot is fucking disgusting. I think it's delicious. I love chicken wings. I love chicken wings as well. Buffalo, barbecue, garlic. So you don't, you're not, you don't do hot. No, hot and honey. A hot, hot's that's fine not, too. That's hot, not hot. hot. No, hot. I can do hot wings. Hot, yeah. yeah, but hot isn't hot. Like you need to go suicide or hot. No, that's not for me. I want to like. That's hot. Yes, but I don't want and to. even suicide's not that hot. But still, I don't want to eat like wings oh, yeah. and like be uncomfortable like, like chugging night. like all these waters. Like a medium wing. It's delicious. I get the, the zing. You get the but sweat. I, yeah, but I'm not like, <laughs> like I'm not like I'm still enjoying. I'm eating it for dinner. It's not like a tasting. I One suppose I, 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 I shut up, shut up. I'm trying to talk. So am I. Yeah. Well, no one cares. It's now Pat's time because it's Pat's show. Unless you want to host the show again. Is that what you want to do? No. Are you sure? Cause it sounds no. like you want to. No, not really. I'll throw to you. I know the story you're going to tell. Um, but this, the taste of like the suicide sauce generally is really good. And suicide's not that hot is the thing. Just I'm not the anti it. Yeah, Paul, when you go, you always get the what? Sorry, when I go where? When we get wings on Sunday, what do you get? 
I just got hot wings. Just get regular hot wings. I get like the sweet heat I'm into too these days. I get uh, honey garlic wings with suicide on the side, so I can dunk it in the suicide mm. sauce. But I do like the bit of the honey garlic taste. So Tim, you can tell your story. Hot and honey though is uh, one of my favorite wing joints. It's like a hot honey garlic. So Tim, you can tell your story about death wings. Yeah, the one of the very first times Pat and I went out for wings was actually on an American Thanksgiving. I think it was the Thanksgiving of 2008. We went out to our a, a local bar, and Pat ordered uh, death wings. Now, to get these wings, you have to sign a waiver. This is how hot they are. He took one bite. Steam started coming out of his ears. His face went as red as I've ever seen someone go instantaneously. He spent the next hour drinking nothing but milk and packets of sugar, sugar. In, in order to like cool down. His, like Remember when Homer put his tongue on the Mexican Insanity chili pepper? That's what happened to Pat when he took a bite out of this death wing. It was an experience not to be missed. And that sort of ingrained in my brain. It was like, why would I do that to myself? Why well, would I want to taste that? Sorry. I'm a, if I have to eat like a, not like a flavor chicken wing, but like a traditional style, I go with either medium or mild. I like the flavor of Buffalo. So but I don't like, too, I don't like it. I, what do you, I've seen you order mild chicken wings in uh, somehow you just don't see the look that the server ever gives no, you. Be like, look at this wings. coward. And Mild chicken wings with a side of blue cheese. That's my go-to. Death wings was too hot. But I like to go, because I really enjoy the heat, that I want to go to the highest amount of heat that I can handle. I could not handle death wings. We also have our friend, shout out to Artie, who claimed that since he's Persian, he knows how to handle heat, unlike White Pat. He also took one bite and had to give up. Then our other friend came in and just pounded 20 of them. Yeah, I, I It was incredible. Like everyone's there dying in the bar because they've taken one bite of this chicken wing. Her friend orders ten, pounds them back. Orders another ten, pounds them back. He's fine. The only thing that helped me was smoking. I smoked like eight cigarettes in a row to like numb all the taste buds in my mouth. It was a production, and uh, yeah, it's bad news. I like mild. I like more flavors than I do spice when it comes to chicken wings. That's the way I am. You sound like a sissy. No, I just enjoy the the sort of like the flavor profiles of things. There's a place we go where they make like a mustard one, which is oh, delicious. That sounds awful. I like it. I'm, pro- I'm going to have wings on Thursday. I'm sure there'll be mustard flavored ones and exotic ones. Not Jamaican jerk, though. It's funny because like jerk chicken is excellent. I don't know if I'd want it as a sauce for a chicken wing, but like just jerk chicken in general is very, very good. I can't say I've ever had it. I could see Tim like loving like the salt and pepper like Chinese Those, food wings. Yeah, the, the lemon pepper wings. Le- uh, for, sorry, I'm, lemon pepper. T- Tim, t- Tim's rankings of chicken wings and where you can get them. Number one, Manchu Wok, the best in the biz. Manchu Wok makes great chicken wings. Like if you get there early when they take the first batch out, you can douse those things in soy sauce and you are good to go. Or plumber so, or red sauce if that's what you're into. I used to love as one of my choices at Manchu Wok the chicken wings, and then get a bunch of packets of soya and then just spread it all over. He's so, literally so saying, for an American listener, he's essentially saying he goes to get his wings at Panda Express. Sure. I, they yeah. have Manchu Walk in the States. I don't think, I think so. they do. I see, it, I see it in airports. Oh, right, maybe they do. Anyway, it's a food, it's a low-rent food court in it's the mall court, Chinese Chinese. Place. But the thing I, about, the thing about those chicken wings, though, is it's more breading than chicken wings, but it's not like good breading. Yeah. It's like when you get the chicken balls there, yeah. it's like this much of chicken, you get the chicken ball is this big. So Tim is just taking that and dumping liquid salt onto it and eating it. It's so good. 
Live your best life, friendo. Live, live in his truth. I'm telling you, 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 you don't need to eat like you did when you were six years old. You do know this. <laughs> I wish I had those wings right now. So can you please tell the people about the hotkeys that you've recently discovered on your computer? So like a regular person, I know the basic hotkeys. Control C, that's to copy. Control V, that pastes. Control that's Z, it. I knew those. And Control B or I to make, or U, to italicize or underline or bold. I, I knew these. And I also, within the last year or two, learned that Control A highlights all the text on a screen. But I was playing around the other day, and I saw the cut function. I'd actually never used cut before. Oh, I, th- I, was, I, I thought you said the cuck function, but... No, the cut function. That's just cut. what happens when you look in the mirror, pal. Tim Andercuck. <laughs> it says control X. And so I was like, okay. So I go control X, and it deletes. And I was like, okay, but like, what's the purpose of this? Why would I use a cut function when I could just hit the delete button? So... I started going on my phone and Googling to see why is there a cut? Why not just hit the uh, little to my knowledge. And I bet you this uh, from the responses I saw on Twitter, I was not the only one who didn't know this. Uh, it, when you cut through control X, it saves the thing you cut so you can paste it somewhere else. Now the, the whole, cut, now the whole cut and paste thing makes sense. I never understood why people used to say cut and paste instead of copy and paste, but it's because you can cut and save and then paste. So I learned that that was new. I also learned that control Y redoes something. So redoes something, sorry. I mean, because I knew control Z undid something and that was great. But well, sometimes you undid something you didn't mean to undo and you just keep pushing control Z back and back and back and you get lost. That happens to me all the time. But control Y would bring it. So the, the, so control X and control Y were, were life. And now I'm beginning to wonder what other ones don't I know about? What I mean, other control? You, you could just... Google like you did the first time and find out the rest of them. Isn't it sort of yeah. like when you go to the restaurant and you're 30, you're in your mid thirties and you get introduced to a twice baked potato for the first time. It's sort of like the My same God, amazement. It's sort of like the same amazement, right? I, I like, where yes, has this I, been? I've been, I've been in this town. I've lived here my whole life. I've never I, experienced these I things. Think two things here. One, I like that Tim trying out new keys on the keyboard. Obviously, someone told him because I don't think he had, he's into that kind of experimentation, especially at work, trying out new hotkeys on his computer. But this really begs that they really should not have gotten rid of Clippy. I agree. I used to use Clippy. I know. I I, by did. the sounds of what you know about computers, it sounds like you use Clippy a lot. Why not? It would do it for me. It would tell you things. I learned when it would do it for me. See, that's the thing. When Siri became your best friend, it really jettisoned Clippy to the side. I asked Siri to do all kinds of stuff for me. Like what? Like set my alarm. Turn on my flashlight. Turn off my flashlight. Call so-and-so. Bring up this for to text so-and-so. I use it all the time. Paul. Wasn't Tim, when he first discovered Siri, like terrified of Siri? No, not, not something Siri. That, that was Alexa. He's scared of Alexa. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> Although it's exactly the same thing. No, that was a machine. That wasn't my phone. Uh, what so- do you think your phone is, Tim? Well, it's not the same time. I also like anyone that knows how to use Amazon, Tim considers proficient <laughs> at the internet. I'm not an Amazoner. I don't go on the Amazon Prime to buy stuff like you all. I don't know how it works. <laughs> I have received packages from Amazon. I know how to get them. I don't know how to send them. I don't know how to buy them. I'm just not an Amazoner. He knows how to open his door and pick a package. 
Thank you for bringing that up, Jeff. I wanted I wanted that brought up. If it's delivered to me, I I I mean, do you think that he do you, Tim, do you have to use like a safety knife when you open things? Like are you trusted with a regular like exacto knife? Yes, I know what I'm doing. But yeah, I know how to accept Amazon packages. I don't have the slightest clue how to make a purchase on the Amazon anymore. I tried it a couple of times and I heard horror stories and I completely I even had an Amazon account. And I heard horror stories from people about how bad experience they had. I canceled all my accounts. I never did another thing with Amazon. I refused. Greatest company in the world. Can you uh, can you tell us some Who's of these? Who's got to pay their taxes? Why do they got to pay their taxes? These are paying taxes. All those jobs go away, Jeff. Well said. You know what? The Amazon, the Amazon, as Tim calls it, wouldn't exist in America. It exists in Mexico. <laughs> so. But watch out what you ask for here. A lot of layoffs coming. You start making them pay the taxes. Because this thing right here, Jeff, means the taxes. Oh, I love I love Amazon. What were the horror stories that you had heard about Amazon? That Yes. I, and, and okay, also, before we get into that, on your resume, when you go apply for jobs, is special skills listed as knowing how to get mail? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> I realized after I said that that it sounded dumb, but I was just going with it. No, nobody really made a point of it. At <laughs> least we're at, at least we're listening to you. Yeah, well, that's it. For me, Amazon's really a one-way street. I get, I don't get, I don't know how. Do you think listening to Tim has the same effects of like sucking helium out of balloons? <laughs> like you lose just a few brain cells on every half. It's not but quite. Have, it's not like quite. You do have fun. You get the funny voice. That'd be the best impression you'd ever do. But like, it's not like huffing gas. I th- I would feel like that's exponentially worse than just a little bit of helium. I don't know though. I'm not the doctor. Tim is. Oh, I love this. So Amazon horror stories. Let's hear them. I just people have told me that like Amazon double and triple charges you, and that you can't get your account functioning correctly. False. False. And, okay, this is the, these are the things I've been told. Wait, so well, hold on. Is the person who told you these stories Brad Stoilov? No, no, no. Because if that was my... the case, he's an idiot, and he wouldn't no, know how to no, use it either. No, 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 Random people that just... I, the did the people, like, like, people, got, did like, the people, people who got to you? Did the people who got triple charged accidentally order it three times? No, it's like th- things got resolved, but it took time, and Amazon wouldn't answer their phone calls. What is the median the age way. of the person who got ripped off by Amazon? I I, I don't know, in their 50s. <laughs> so it's just people who don't know how to use the internet. I just got scared, and I was like, not for me. <laughs> scared of the Amazon. The Amazon rules overall. Paul? Theory here. So Tim always supports, like, big box store and stuff, so he's probably just, want, like seeing like fake news about Amazon because anybody who uses Amazon pretty much has like next to no problems with Amazon. I would go to an Amazon store physically. <laughs> that's, the that's the exact opposite of what they are. Oh, you'd go to Walmart? Yeah, I do. Of course I do. Yeah. <laughs> I went to go looking for those soda stream flavors this weekend. And they didn't have them? They had them, but they weren't very well displayed because, again, they're advertised as water machines, not pop machines. Yeah, we actually did see this. Someone sent us a picture of a soda stream that said, like, soda water machine, but it was a real budget soda stream. So it wasn't the good okay, one. Listen. It wasn't the Windsor Super System Saver He's like referred to like soda stream. A lot of their current commercial is all about how you save the environment because you're not, like, water bottling all day, mm-hmm. like buying yes. plastic bottles. That, that that's just like this campaign they're doing because you know being green is profitable and 
or faking it, I, whatever. I'm just saying that, like, yes, that's one, like, angle, and that's one angle that, like, is currently in their commercials. It's insane. It's SodaStream. I told him I was going to send him some for Christmas. Do you think he'd be able to figure that out? I'll, he can receive, remember? No, no, I don't mean getting the package. Actually, oh, using actually, it. like, making it? Like, yeah. could he do an espresso? No, I, I think he can just do water. Like, you put in the water, you put no, in No, no, I can make the K-cup coffees. Yeah. Is, are those the ones that you put? No, but when you have the flavors on SodaStream, like, you need to put in... Yeah, you put in, like, a pod. Yeah, you need the, yeah, like you need the pod, cartridge. Like, the coffees. I just worry about that if, like, when the carbon goes down in a soda stream, he's not going to know how to replace it. It's just going to be gone. I know what and he'll, to he'll do. have to throw it out the window. <laughs> I know what to do. Do you? Yeah. Because you, you just bragged it. about knowing how to get mail. That's where the bar is now set. <laughs> I wish I hadn't said that. Uh, just take him to the store and then just get him replaced. Last thing. I want to throw this out here. It's a good controversial topic. Uh-oh. You ready? Yeah. It's not really controversial. So there's a beer, Tim, in our hometown, and I read about this on the internets today because people were very upset about it. There's a beer called Dirty Blonde. Shout out to them. I forget the name of the company that actually makes it. Nine Locks. Nine Locks, sure. So they have a flavor called Dirty Blonde. It's the name of their beer. And people are now protesting. And when I say people, I mean like people are making an internet stink that the beer is misogynistic because it's right. called Dirty Blonde. My advice to people out there is this is falling under the same category as all this Trump stuff. When you got mad when Trump wasn't really doing anything but making the biggest deal in the world out of it, that when he actually did something really bad, no one cared anymore, that is now what's happening. You're picking fights with stuff that doesn't matter, so when stuff actually matters and you want to pick a fight about it, people are going to tune out. That's all I wanted to say. I agree. Pick your battles on something that's meaningful. Because that's ridiculous. I Truly like ridiculous. Were, remember you said people were protesting that restaurant in toronto they had like elk or what was it uh it, the, uh, the, yeah, the place was called the, yeah the vegans were protesting it every week it was called antler and like you could go get fresh like game food and it was like and it, it's not even like it was like processed like in captivity it was like free range like elk and stuff like that it was sustainably killing animals and they were going out and protesting and all it did the protest was just make that place sell out every single night for i think the guy went on the joe rogan podcast yeah. It was, the, it was the best free advertising anyone ever got. I'm probably great for Chick-fil-A in Toronto as well. Chick-fil-A. Paul, you tried to go to Chick-fil-A, and that's what, four months after it opened? Line up around when? the block at like go? 11.30 in the morning. Like like people. Because I went last week around like 2.30. I swear to God, I walked right in. Really? Yeah. 2.30 is a pretty dead time, though. Yeah, 2.30 I, I just missed a rush to like a horde dead. of like school kids. But uh, not going to lie, I don't. I don't really let politics get into those decisions because if you're going to no, like die on hill of corporations and what they do, it's like don't a slippery slope. Don't let politics infuse private life and non-public things. Live your life. Try not to let politics poison everything. Like I used to like, like I have friends with like grandfathers that would like have heart attacks if their kids showed up in like a BMW or an Audi because it's a German car and the hall like. Yeah. I get like I know, get that. Yeah, I get like for a certain like generation, it's still very real for sure. Um, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, you don't know. You could think you know things about companies that are in the news, but there's companies you love that if you did a deep dive into, I'm sure they donate to things you hate. Or, or the companies that you like, and you look the other way, they're just they're the worst. Yeah, it's just yeah. easier to live your life and just enjoy the things you enjoy. 
and worry about the important things. But my, my whole point on this isn't don't mix in politics with anything is like, just pick something that's meaningful. If you're going to do don't it. Cry wolf. Yeah. If you start crying wolf, the stuff that actually matters is going to get overlooked and it's then it's completely defeated the point. Yeah. If you get mad about everything, the, the things that are important seem less bad because everything is bad. What's the difference? Yeah. There's nothing the president can do that would be offensive now to people because he has been called the worst things for forever. Right. The, there's no more shock value left. Yeah. And if people, I mean, it's hard to do because the media has deadlines to do. They want to get clicks. Oh, of so every single thing that he did ended up being the worst thing in the world instead of them just focusing on the worst stuff that he was doing. Cool. Yeah. One should try to keep one's powder dry. Yeah. Really hammer home. It's like the big bets, Jeff. When you make the big bets, you got to wait for the right game and it comes along. You don't want to make the big bet on every game, whether you know or not. You want to have a good feeling. And I feel like you got a good feeling on this next game. Oh, what a transition. Chargers at Denver. You said this is a big bet game for you. Yeah, I've kind of like cooled on how hard it We've talked you out of it? No, (laughs) there are just some things. Denver kind of matches up sort of well. So the Chargers are at Denver. Denver's a two and a half point dog at home. 38 and a half is the overrunner. This goes back to a home dog interdivisional game that Tim has been talking about for this entire show. Yeah. I will say this. The Chargers are not losing this game. A part of me really wishes they would, Pat. I wish we could just secure something in well, the not top. Not now. They're going to have big money on it. I wish they could just lose out and give me the draft pick that I need. So explain to us why. We were talking about the trade equity of your draft pick when it comes to next year's draft, depending on where it is. Well, I'm just saying, like... But they don't trade anyways. What's the difference? But they might have to, because when you're talking about getting quarterbacks, I'm just saying, if they've got to trade into, like, the fifth pick, it's going to be exponentially harder to do it from 17 than it is to do from 10, 11, or 12. It almost will cost them double. Yeah. That minus 110 becomes minus 210. We're going to pay double to do what we think, what I think we probably have to do. That being said, we're going to talk about Sunday. The Chargers are going to roll these guys i'm quite confident in that i've i've uh, scaled back my confidence in how much i'm going to bet but it is still going to be quite big again i wish there was an element of quit in this team but i assure you there is zero there's a 0.000 chance this team quits out of the bye both tackles are supposed to be back are they supposed to be back? They both practice. Okay. Yeah, Derwin on, James on a looks Monday. like he's going to be back. Uh, Derwin James is supposed to be back. Adrian Phillips is supposed to be back. Drew Tranquil is supposed to be back. A linebacker who can secure a tackle. And not get concussed when he tries to make the tackle. God, how hard that... How, is that asking for a lot? Not asking for tackles for a loss. I'm asking for the Zach Thomas. Drag me for four yards. Sorry, Zach, but it's true. Um... We're, we're going to screw them. We are going, we're not going to get swept by the Denvers. Denver is our the biggest, Denvers. Denver is our biggest internal roster rival. The guys in our current roster hate the guys on Denver's roster. Everybody put the, the, the dirt on top of Phillip. Um, not like that. Even I poured some, but watch, watch. I wish we could just do something quick and hitters and execute our playmakers. Nothing looks easy. You wish why can't they, anything you, you be You wish go- they had a vape pen? Sure, but why can't anything be easy? Why can't Hunter Henry catch a pass at four yards and run for 14 more? Like, why is that so goddamn hard? 
Why is the only thing that looks easy is when we put the ball in Eckler's hand? I do not understand why we can't get the right people to football. I like the Chargers in this game, too. I think that they win. They, they, they don't get swept by, as you say, the Denvers this year. No, they will not. And I don't know. This is going to be a real corny thing, but something I literally just thought about on the spot. We're going to Denver. They did all that preparation for altitude with Mexico then the, in Colorado. Then they went to Mexico. This is like exponentially, again, I'm using that word, um, less altitude than than Mexico City was, apparently. It is. Not um, apparently. It is. Okay. So... Uh, We are going. The season has been a travesty. Well, do you know why? If you had to guess, in the year of no Ander curses, I wonder why the Chargers suck. Because Philip Rivers has broken my heart. You mean MVP Philip Rivers? My heart is broken. What would my record be with Tyrod Taylor through these eleven games? You think it'd be the exact same or worse? Tyrod's Tyrod's fine. No, listen, he's just breaking me. But it's going to show up Sunday again. The season has been an unmitigated disaster. There is no quit, though. So that's the problem. I wish I knew these guys would quit. They're not. Well, maybe they will this week. They're going to play. They're going to have a blast. They're going to have so much fun. You're going to be wondering, these Chargers suck. Why are they having so much fun? They're only going to be 5-7. and seven. I think it comes down to Denver's banged up on the O-line. You talked about the defense getting healthy, the protection for Phillip coming back. I like them here. Tim? Out of the bye. Oh, I wrote down the score... Chargers 19, Denver 17. So I like the Broncos to cover, but not win. I know that sounds that so it shows you I have no confidence in the pick. Uh, another home dog in division. That's a theme. I'm going to roll with it again. Uh, I don't have a super strong feel one way or the other. I think the Broncos are better than their record. I think that the, although they played terribly last Sunday, that was disappointing. I think the Chargers are better than their record. So I'll just take the points and the Broncos. I don't think I made this point clear enough. I think you did. The season has been a clusterfuck, and somebody is going to pay. Tim. Tim will pay. You can stab him next time you see him. My point being, like, we are going to we are going to take it out. Denver is the unfortunate opponent. I wish we were playing someone where we would have been a five-point dog and I could be getting, like, plus 190 because I'm just telling you we are bad out of hell on Sunday. A bat out of hell. You're and the, it's only going to make me sad. You're going to have a meatloaf Sunday? It's only going to make me sad because I'll be lamenting everything. Fucking at Detroit. Goddamn Kansas City. Oakland sucks. We suck. That's the key that links it all together. Next game. Another one of these home dog division games. Your favorite team, the Rams. I, I got a lot to say again. Well, well, we'll let you lead off. The Rams are three-point favorites in Arizona. 46 and a half, or 47 and a half was the over-under. It's down to 46 and a half, or it was 46 and it's up to 47. Whatever I wrote down versus these boards is swinging one way or the other. The Rams have no present. They have no future. <laughs> they mortgaged everything. Everything was mortgaged to sell personal seat licenses for what was once a $2 billion, now $6 million billion privately financed hunk of steel. They mortgaged everything. They don't even go to the fucking podium till 2022. But they might sign Jalen Ramsey to an extension. And Eric it's Wendell like they're the one team in the league that doesn't play with a cap. It's well, like, well, it's no, like no, the no, league no. said, you spent $6 billion on a stadium by yourself. 
You have unlimited salary cap. See, I try to pitch this to DraftKings all the time, like where we have a relationship, and I'm so bad at DraftKings. I should get, get I should get like a hundred thousand dollars of salary cap instead so, of fifty, but they don't let me. But no, we see this. We see how the cap implications have already begun. Jared Goff hasn't even kicked in yet. But there is no depth on this team. They have like five good players, and that's it. And everyone else on their team sucks. No, well, they, they have stand up players like Eric Weddle. <laughs> what, what a special. What a. What a. He's doing it again. This goddamn Eric Weddle. So overrated. <laughs> I'll grow a beard and people will like me. Very overrated. People tell me all the time, Eric Weddle, one of the worst. I'm white. I've got a beard. I play in the secondary. Instantly, all three of those things make you, like, more prolific. Notoriety. Like Jason Seahorn. White corner. We heard of him. Very handsome, though, Jason Seahorn. Yeah, Angie's husband. I don't know if they're still married. Um... Better than, from Law better than yeah, Leatherface. She was a celebrity. I forget her last name, though. She did TV. Herman. Andy yeah. Herman. Uh, what a guy. Did you see this last night? No. The story <laughs> no. about this piece of shit? No. I knew this was going to get you. No, back. I'm angry. And tell me I'm wrong, David Kander. Tell me where I'm out of line. Who's that? His agent. His agent. <laughs> did you get into a thing with his agent? I have in the past. Oh, my God. Tell you me like where... That. Tell me where I'm out of line, Pat. This guy forbid to help his team prepare for Baltimore, his ex-team who he played for last year, because he has too much respect for the Ravens. He's a sleeper agent? It's like I could not even believe. Are you saying that Eric Weddle is, in fact, NFL ISIS? Could be. Could be. Once was my defensive captain... Couldn't make it into the locker room at halftime because he had to watch a dance recital. <laughs> what an over... What a... Well, you, people have put this guy on a pedestal so undeservedly. <laughs> so you're picking the Rams? No, no. This is a bad line. This is a bad line. This is a bad line. The Kingsbury show. The Rams still 7-4 and four against the spread. This year, Cardinals are better at seven, three, and one. Two teams that cover more often than they don't. Weirdly last enough, week. no, not last week. Neither team covered last week, Tim. Yeah, even I am not picking the Rams this week, which is a sign that uh, that I've given up because I've picked them week after week. Again, now this will be the spot. Every, I mean, they got embarrassed on Monday night. This, you know, this, this, you want to talk about a spot that if I always bet. Everyone thought the spot was Monday night. This is actually the spot for the Rams. I know, but it's Tuesday, and for the purposes of my lips into a microphone, I will not utter their name. I'm taking the Rams. The rest of you taking the Cardinals. You're probably going to get this win. I think so. I might even lock this one in. Um, No, it makes – I mean, the world just saw them. Now there's this whole narrative that not only were they embarrassed, but they're – like, they literally – but the thing is, they went to a Super Bowl. Like, I remember. I, I remember. My point being, it wasn't is that like, long ago. It was I would this year. probably be, if you told me the Chargers could get to the Super Bowl, I don't know if they're going to win or lose the game, but we're going to mortgage a lot to do it. You'd say yes. Where have I been the last fucking 25 years? Like, I, you got to take it. You got there, but they, they, they gave up every, they gave up their soul. And granted, I might have some quarterback issues, 
I it's still not as bad as what's going to happen there, uh, or what is happening there. And the Chargers are are set. They're set to own L.A. because no one's going to own it. But the Rams are so screwed, and that door is open. Tim, you like the cards? Yeah, I do. Home a home dog in division. Oakland at Kansas City. There's real bad blood there. Oakland and Kansas City? No, the Chargers and the Rams. Okay. There is. But... For you, sure. No, no. I'm t- we don't have time. I'd like to keep going, but it's ugly. But it's, no, one, it's getting but no ugly. one cares about either team. Exactly. That's part of the biggest problem. <laughs> Oakland and Kansas City. Kansas City favored by nine and a half at home. 51 and a half is the over under. Kansas City coming off a of bye week. Andy Reid, very good off bye weeks, especially at covering the spread. Oakland just got beat by the awful Jets, who will probably lose to Cincinnati this week. I can see Oakland covering, but I think Kansas City needs to rebound here and just make a statement on someone. I think this is the game that they do it. I'm taking Kansas City at home. I agree with you. There, this is they're going to showcase showcase it up. The Raiders, what a great story! Oh, so many of us were dead wrong except Tim, but but they've been. Watch get, them lose out and then them not hit the they've over. They've been for getting him. by on a hope and a prayer. Um, my boys just handed them the football and handed them a football game, and they got put in their spot last week. And they'll get they're gonna get they're gonna get crushed, crushed. So Tim, why is Oakland gonna not only cover but win this game? No, I like the Chiefs to cover. I like the Chiefs. I'm gonna tease <laughs> the Chiefs down. The last part of the teaser. I just think it's a it's a tough game to go again on the road. Uh, it's another tough, uh, another tough opponent against another top tier quarterback. It's tough. It's a tough stretch of the schedule for the Raiders. Did you just compare and, uh, Sam Darnold to Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I think they're both top tier quarterbacks. Mahomes oh my god, I gotta do this. Tim is retweeting people telling him if the Jets make the playoffs, Sam should be in the MVP race. But I don't think he thinks these people are like in agreement with him. No, they're trolling him. Yeah, exactly. No, not. Yes, they are, man. Oh well, if he made the playoffs, I think it would prove he's pro- other, probably amongst the most valuable players to his team because he wasn't in there, and they were the worst team in football. And then they came back. Yeah, he he thinks someone is just trying to put air in his tires, but it's just it's not like that. No, it, it's people exposing you for being such a ridiculous homer that you're delusional. I, I don't think that's the case. Well, of course I, you don't. This is why you fall into the trap every time. I like the Chiefs in this game. I like the Chiefs to cover. I wouldn't say crush. I, I think they win by like fourteen. But enough to cover. Yeah, this has to be on the teasers. This it, it, the it, is. it is. No, I'm making my own in my oh. head. Oh, uh, fine teaser. Sunday night football. New England at Houston. Houston favored by three, or sorry, Houston's a three-point underdog at home in this game. 44 and a half is the over-under. Question for you, Jeffrey. New England was just a three and a half point favorite in Baltimore, and they're only a three point favorite in Houston. Shouldn't they be a bigger favorite than this? Or is it just like New England can't score, so they'll just win by three or this four? This is such a weird game that I actually think. No, New England. New England wins this game. And yeah, pretty comfortably. The, te- the Texans are like the AFC Saints. I have no faith in them and can't wait to bet against them in the playoffs. I don't think they're that good. I just think New England knows they have well, – I guess they don't. They Baltimore need to keep don't. winning so Baltimore yeah. doesn't catch them. But I know. Part of me wanted to say, like, Bilicek, like just wants to have an in-season, in-game, like, bye that they can hand over because the division, because their record. But you are right. They've lost the tiebreaker. And if they lose and Baltimore wins, 
they're not at home. Yeah. And, and they play sometimes the they don't need week. to be at home. Yeah. They'll probably lose to the Chiefs next week. But I just worry about like, it's like if you have Deshaun Watson in fantasy this week, I think that you bench him. Only Lamar oh. Jackson has had a good fantasy game against the Patriots so far this year. And maybe it's the bench strength him. of schedule. Maybe it's the strength of schedule. I don't know. But like Deshaun has no offensive line. And even when the Patriots you benching him for Dalton? Yeah, I would. Uh-oh, Tim. Uh-oh, Tim. Uh, you benched him for Tannehill. Yes. I'm just trying to think of, like, the 12th, f- like... I would play Watson over Brady. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. It's a bold move, because the guy with Watson's probably doing well, and he's like, this is the guy I drafted. This is the guy I start. This is the guy that's won me my my wins. Well, here's the way that I explained it to Jake. Hopkins like when I going to be it. gone? It, it's, a, it's a ceiling-type performance. So... What is the maximum amount of points you think Deshaun Watson scores against the Patriots? Fantasy points or Houston Texans points? E- either or. You can say both. Texans 25? like Which is probably what, Deshaun Watson 20 fantasy points? Sure. And, that, yeah, and that's yeah. a great game against the Patriots. Yeah. Oh, no. and, and what's the floor? You sold points? it. You sold it, yeah. I can buy what you are... Um... Well, yeah, you're moving there. I, I wish I had the balls to pick Houston, but I guess you can't not take New England. Because that line probably gets bigger. Well, this is the only game for the week. New England plus or New England minus three on the road. First consensus. I don't like it, though. Uh, besides Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay and New England, so they're definitely not covering. I'm such a loser. I'll have a full day Sunday teaser that ends with Houston plus 10. Why? Because I'm an idiot. And I'll try to middle it. Just the amount of pressure that New England's going to get on oh, Deshaun Watson. Oh, my God. So you have to factor in, like, this, obviously, plus three. We know New England's offense isn't all that good. <laughs> and bro- Bill O'Brien could pull, like, a Pagano and, like, go for fourth and three well, or, like, his own. Uh, back to our coaching ranks, number are, one are versus number again? 30. No, no, this is number one versus number 32 <laughs> in the coaching ranks. No. We heard you open your door. No, I haven't moved. I wish I was on video so I could, you could, I could prove it to you. You can be on video. I don't want to be one through 30 <laughs> best coach versus worst coach. Yeah. He wishes he could be. I, I, I can you prove be, it? Could you bet? What do you think the odds are for doing that def- Tim's def- outside? Def- that, well, that's like <laughs> minus a million <laughs> defensive touchdown for the Patriots in this game. And, and I, I put this on Twitter Sunday night. It is remarkable. And you, the Patriots are, are as special as special gets. Maybe they're lucky. You could you could chalk it up any way you want. They're too consistent to be lucky. Brady, every time he looks 42, the other units on the team rise. In Buffalo, he looked 42. They blocked kicks for a touchdown. Here, they look 42. They block kicks that set up a touchdown in these one-score games. It's, it's so amazing. I don't hate anymore. Like, Tim is filled with hate. I just, like... You it's like watching Federer. Well, well, this it's is like at, watching yeah, this Federer is at, the end. at this point. It's, it's like, going to go away soon. You're just like, Oof. Yeah. Sorry, Tim. It's okay. I will have my revenge. <laughs> yeah, man. Round of Patriots. Monday night. Probably the second best game of the week, Minnesota at Seattle. Um, this will be a mistake pick, too. No. Seattle is minus three at home. 49 is the over-under. I expect a lot of points in this game. I like the over. However, this is Minnesota going outdoors against a team with a winning record where I believe now they're one in 18 ATS in their past 19 games, Seattle. Yeah. Seahawks. No doubt. Russell Wilson's every bit, the candidate for MVP that Jackson is, and this is his opportunity to get right back in the discussion or even the, even a co-leader. So 
It sucks because the Vikings don't even put pressure on quarterbacks anymore, and they used to really be great at that. Yeah. uh, How can this be the— Thielen should be back for this game. The coin likes Minnesota. How can this be the actual line they kick off at? Like, the the Kirk Cousins thing is real. Like, it actually impacts the betting. So what do you think this line should be? That's not just like a Twitter narrative. What do you think this line should be? I would say that Twitter gives Kirk Cousins far more respect than the general public does. Well, I think he aimed exactly where he meant to on his um, his gender reveal on his gender video. reveal because that's where like the pouch of dust was. I'll give him that. Uh, I'm nuts. Give me the Vikings. This makes no sense. I'm as dumb as a guy who bet the Rams last night, despite picking Baltimore. Despite sitting here picking Baltimore on this show, there's no way. Vegas is not getting hosed on a second Monday nighter because this is going to be huge. There's something about Minnesota. You talk about like the Saints not being able to go outdoors and win, Tim. Minnesota ain't doing well, that. Well, the, the Saints uh, is just I some think, false think, perception. The Minnesota thing is real. Yeah. The, the, the whole Saints thing is that it, they're so good at home yes. that they look like dog shit on the road when yes. they're fine on the road. He Like that third and four pass isn't as perfect as it is at home, and therefore they're bad on the road. Yes. Seattle I for two. I can't wait two weeks from now when New Orleans goes into Tennessee and the Titans blow them out. That will be real bad for your simulator, bud. Yeah. I know. I know. I mean, they only have a 1% chance of making the playoffs anyway. Less so when they lose to Cincinnati this week. What is their chance if they win out? Uh, well, not. Because I was informed today the Chargers, if they won out, would have a 24% chance. I still roll my eyes. I think the Jets are lower because of the lack of AFC wins. I think it's probably closer to like 10% if they went out. Now, if they had played in the NFC East, they'd be winning the division. Undefeated. No, no, they lost to Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, that's right. And we just must, for the record, confirm you have guaranteed the 2020 spot in the postseason for the Jets? I, I don't see how we don't make the playoffs in 2020. Makes sense. All right, super locks for week 13 i made because it was a thursday night game i didn't lock in the colts last week i felt like such a jabroni for not doing that so i'm gonna lock him in this week probably lose now but minus two and a half over the titans well i love that game it's on my short list but um someone's gonna pay chargers minus two and the a broncos half. Ha- someone pays for the cluster expletive that we've endured I'm trying to think about if I the, hope it's not Drew Locke though. That would scare me a little. Because there's an unknown there. Better keep the, that Allen schmuck. It's fine. Of the games that Tim has talked about so far, I feel like he's gonna pick San Francisco as a super lock. It's between the Niners and the Seahawks. Those are my two thoughts. Yeah, I'm gonna take San Francisco. Oh, that's gonna be fun. San Fran plus six. It's a big number. It is a big number for the bet for the team. I think is the best in football. Can you number. can you recap your free money teaser for us, please? As you make this, you are currently one and eleven for the year, but you could win on well, Thanksgiving. People are listening. I'll be I'll be two and eleven when people are listening. So six and a half point <laughs> teaser. Tell me if this is correct. Green Bay pick them. Yeah. San Francisco plus twelve and a half. Yeah. Tampa Bay plus seven and a half. Yeah. Carolina minus three and a half. Yeah. Kansas City minus three. That's the teaser. Six and a half point. I bet you that plays plus 350. That's precisely it. Bet two farms, win seven farms. 
Oh, so now you're upping your units on your teasers that you don't well, actually play? You can't win three and a half farms. So I was just doing the fraction. If you just bet one, I mean, no, then you're saying double. What you've just advocated is doubling your bet on yeah, this teaser. Because we'll be on a Thanksgiving heater. So, yeah, you should roll. It's like being in blackjack. You're down, you start pressing. Press. I would say give up. If someone's out there who's been playing them all, just stop now. There's no one. Someone. You're not saving Christmas. Someone tweeted at me being like very serious. Like it was a very serious comment about like how our picks aren't great. It's like, yeah, I know. That's kind of the joke of the show is that we don't pick well. Yeah, but like I said, we don't sell ourselves as something that we're not. No, but but this person was like losing money tailing our picks. Well, I do feel bad. There are guys like Tim, literally, I remember like a hockey game won, but he just randomly put like free money this game. And this guy's like, I I put my paycheck on this. Like, like, you're not not replying to a a real tout here, man. (laughs) What did you do? He sent me a direct message with the, with the, photo of the ticket it was an oilers maple leafs parlay did it win? and it, it did win i was so happy for him he like showed me the ticket. He's like this is my rent for the month this better win. i was like buddy do you understand what it means when i say free money <laughs> but he won and i was so happy for him and i was like oh yeah i got that right now tim just wants credit for it no, but that that did happen, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" No, but that's happened a couple times. Free money. This guy's a shy. He's on a show. They're giving picks. There's a DraftKings logo on it. I suppose that's true. <laughs> By all appearances, this could look like a legitimate operation. I would just you say this: find out there's nothing behind that wall. Yeah, I know. It's not even real brick, but. There's a reason that the really good people at this charge for their picks. Like yeah. if, if you take any sort of free advice from people on the internet, prepare to be disappointed. As, as the Joker said, if you're good at something, never do it for free. That's why we do this for free. <laughs> anyway, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. I'd like to thank the coin for being here. Very quiet. Never cuts me off when I'm reading the spreads. So the coin gets my gold star MVP of this Jeff episode. So you're cutting me, me off again! I was the one who did it this week, not Jeff. He behaved himself. Fuck you. (laughs) You're lucky I don't have heart problems. So I'd be having a heart attack right now. Jeff, I would like to thank you. Very well behaved across both shows. I was shocked. Out of the gate, this guy was interrupting you before you gave your spreads. I sat here. I ain't getting involved. So... MVP number one, the coin. MVP number two, Jeff. MVP number three, Paul at Paul Shag behind the camera. DFL, dead fucking last. Tim Andercust. Tim Andercust. Not my name. You move it. You moved around again while I'm trying to do the extra. How many cigs did you have? It was a long record. No one is buying. You were not up and about. No, he's literally smoking right now. I'm not. Share your video. Don't be a coward. I'm not going to share my video. Share your video right now to prove that you are not smoking. No, I will not share my video. Come on, man. Do it. I'll take the peacock down if you do. He's like jumping back into his chair. He's not that swift. Come on now. His spark score is not off the charts, unless it's on the lower end. Uh, Story checks out. He probably ran inside, though. Of course. Of course, yeah. It took him a minute to go get there. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
absurd. You can follow Jeff at gfeinberg17. You can follow me at the PME on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The cheat sheet will be up on Facebook. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, smash the like button for the episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section. Tell me your favorite spread or total on the week 13 Sunday slate. If you want to get into a draw for 60 DK dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review. DraftKings handle, something you like about the show. And if you did this last week, you can just go do it again. Double the reviews for me. Double the chances you have of winning 60 DK dollars. I might even announce three winners. I had three winners last week. Might have to do three winners again. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I'm Pat Mayo. Go win some bucks, okay? I'll see you next time. Experience! Experience!